Hi, welcome to another episode of my podcast, Dress Bucket Solutions. I hope you've been keeping well and been looking forward to this week's episode. I wanted to talk today about what actually goes on in a session. I feel like I've done sort of parts of that in previous podcast episodes and sections of it, and I've spoken about the solution focus formula, but I really wanted to take you through today the actual structure of a session. And the reason I do that is because I often tell a lot of my clients, look, nothing is a secret in therapy. Therapy in general seems to have this sort of air of mystery around it sometimes, like, oh, what happens in a therapy session? What goes on? And this tends to put people off getting the help that they need. And I have always been really open with my clients and even when I talk in just initial conversations in my presentations to say, look, this is what happens. I can go through it with you without doing therapy, of course, but I can go through it with you because everything that we do in solution focused therapy sessions is based in science. It's got the backup as well. So there's nothing here that you know, I'm trying to keep secret from you or, you know, trying to hide from you or trick you in any way at all. And it's really important as my client that you trust this process. So you need to know what's going on and why it's going on. Why do I ask the questions the way I do? Why is the session structured that way? So I hope today I'll give you a little bit of an insight into what goes on in a session and how I hope it'll surprise you how easy and enjoyable it is as well. Solution focused therapy is really enjoyable for you and for me and also how you can do this on yourself. So there's quite a bit of repetition in my sessions. And so after about six, seven sessions, a lot of my clients, they know what's going to happen. They know what I'm going to talk about. And so they know that they can do this on themselves as well. It's just I, I'm there then just to help you and support you. So, um, yeah, so I hope today's um, the podcast episode will show give you that little bit of insight. So the reason the the way we start then is so people come on board with me and we're like, OK, so um, in our sessions, the first thing we'll do is we'll log on. So I work online purely at the moment um, and I love it. It works really well online. You're in the comfort of your own home. You've got my Zoom link. You've booked your appointment. Imagine and you're going to see me at whatever um, three o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. So we both come online and I say hi. And we just make sure our tech is working. Can you hear me? Can you see me? You're not on mute and all of that. And I'll always try and start the best I can with a huge smile and something positive to say, because, yeah, as well as being a positive person, this is the start of your solution focused therapy session. So I'm going to say something very positive like, oh, that's a lovely color top you're wearing or you look really well today. It's so nice to see you again. Um, if we're if we're both in Edinburgh, if I know my clients in Edinburgh, I'll be like, oh, isn't the weather nice today? It will always be something positive. That initial chit chat will always be something good. Oh, it's lovely to see you. And I genuinely mean it. I'm not being fake when I put that. Often people do have a lovely top that I'm admiring or someone's got their nails done. I'm like, oh, your nails look amazing or your hair looks lovely. It's always something. I am genuine about that. I'm not just doing that as, as part of a little routine. I always find something positive to say at the beginning and that just relaxes us into the session. And then often after a few weeks, my clients always ask me, oh, how are you, Jen? Are you all right? And I'll always say, oh, yeah, I'm fine. No problem at all. And I try to keep the focus on them and they laugh at me. My clients laugh at me because they always say, by the end, Jen, we know nothing about you. You don't give anything away. And I say, well, it's your session. It's all about you. You don't need to hear about me. 
So that's how we open up the session. Very relaxed, very calm, just checking everything and very positive. Now, whatever week you've had, whatever day you've had, you might have had a really stressful week. But I hope that coming on to that session now, you know, is your positive time, your positivity hour. uh, And we're going to start doing some work to try and feel better. So by the end of the session, you should feel better. So the first thing I ask you is, so tell me what has been good about your week? What's been good? Now, you know now why I do that. To get you into that intelligent part of the brain, there's previous podcast episodes we've talked about that, what's been good. And the thing is, I don't stop there. I will listen to absolutely everything you say and ask for more detail because your mind loves detail and it keeps you in the intelligent brain longer. That's why. And I'll keep going and saying, what else? What else has been good? Give me another thing that's been good. And say, oh, that's brilliant. You'll hear me say, oh, that's brilliant. That sounds lovely. And again, I genuinely mean it. I love listening to what people have, the good things that you've been up to this week or good things that happened this week or something that made you smile this week. And I'll keep sort of asking more questions about it in a positive sense. Oh, that must have been amazing. Oh, that's really good. Wow. Lovely. And the reason I do that is to give your brain that feedback that, yes, I want to hear more, more of that, please. Let's give me more. And it keeps your intelligent brain fully engaged. So we start off with that, what's been good? And then I keep asking, what else, what else, what else? And to start off with, the first few sessions might be a bit difficult. Um, If you've written down a list, that's brilliant. You start reading off your list to me and and letting me know what's been good each day uh, and tell me lots of detail on it. And then I'll just keep going as long as possible, really. And that's hard. That really does get tricky sometimes. So if there's some pauses, some thinking time, absolutely not a problem at all. But sometimes we can keep going for 10, 15 minutes. Some of my best clients, by the end of six, seven or eight sessions, I can't shut them up about what's been good because they know that that is so rewarding for the brain. It's really limiting what goes into the stress bucket. So we do a lot of what's been good at the beginning. Great way to start the session. Then we move on and I start to share some slides. So we talk about brain basics. Now, we took the brain basics, as as you know, which is all about the positive, intelligent part of the brain, the primitive brain, the polar bear, the stress bucket. Again, we've covered that in previous uh, podcast episodes. I go over that every time. Every single session we go over that because you will pick up different things every time. I add a lot of detail in there. There is a lot of content in brain basics. In the podcast episode, I've actually gone over it quite briefly. But when we do that in our sessions, I will go over it every time because I don't expect you to remember it all the first time. And every time we do it, as your stress bucket empties, you take more of it in. And it just relaxes you because you know we're going over it. It's always worth going over again as well. I'll answer any questions for you at that point as well. If someone says, oh, Jim, actually, this happened this week. Is that what you mean by the stress bucket part? Or is that what you mean by that thought process? And it's a real discussion. It's not just me lecturing you about brain basics, but we go over it and over it every single session. And as our sessions progress, I will add to it. So I will add to it some of the things we've spoken about in previous podcast episodes. I will add when I feel it's the right time, the bar of control, the warriors, settlers and nomads, the personality traits neuroplasticity, neuroscience, how your brain functions as a business, all those things start to come in gradually. 
as we start talking about the different things that you've noticed, the different ways you feel that you've got, you're getting better. And I bring those in to, again, educate you on how well your brain is doing and, and what you are doing to control and observe your thoughts, limit what goes into your stress bucket, empty the stress bucket, etc. So we go over a little bit of what we call revision. So we do some re revision, some theory, and hopefully, you know, by a few sessions in, you're getting a really good understanding of brain function. Then we move on to our solution focus questioning with our scaling and doing picture. So again, more detail in previous podcast episodes, we would then, I would then say, look, so I, I would stop sharing my slides and I would come back to you full screen and say, look, um, so what number are you on the scale today? Whatever number you are is great. If you were uh, at the next step up on that scale tomorrow, what does that look like? And build your doing picture around that for me, please. When would you do it? Where would you do it? And I help you with that. So although I ask you the questions, I'm making some notes to so I, I can repeat it back to you. So also oh, this picture is really building up now. So would you be doing this and, and this? OK, that sounds great. What time would you do that? Where would you do that? Oh, that sounds like a lovely picture. And once we've got that lovely picture, I repeat the whole thing back to you so you can get that external view of it as well. And at this point, your, your imagination is really thinking about that positive picture. So I'd repeat that picture back to you. For example, the most common one we talk about is when we say that, oh, so you'll wake up tomorrow, you're feeling um, that you've got a little bit more energy. And if you've got more energy, you're going for a run. And if you imagine yourself going for a run at seven o'clock in the morning and you're doing your usual route around the lovely park, you know, whatever, this is a picture that you've built. I just repeat it back to you. And then I always ask you at the end of that, and if that happened like that, would you be pleased? And hopefully you would say yes. And normally by this time, people are smiling and nodding along because I can really picture it. And I ask you what are the positive emotions that it would elicit in you? And maybe you say, oh, I feel like really energized and really ready for the day. And, and it's all again, very positive, solution-focused, envisioning, solution-focused talk. And once we get that timing right, where you've got this wonderful picture of doing something good tomorrow, just in your imagination, we go into some relaxation. So I ask you to lie down, close your eyes, and I'll take you through a guided visualization, which in the main is the recording that I give you as homework to fall asleep to every night. But also slowly, I start to add in a little bit more bespoke relaxation for you. Maybe if you're working on confidence, I will add a little bit more positive affirmations on confidence. If you're working on trying to feel in control, I would add a, a variation on control in there. Different metaphors about keeping calm and relaxed. So I really try to tailor make the relaxation for you as well. But it's your session, you're guiding me. Uh, and we take you all the way through that. You have a little relaxation for 15, 20 minutes. And in that time, your subconscious is working with your doing picture, your very positive doing picture. And then at the end, I will say, OK, we're coming to the end of the session. I'd like you to sit up again for me and open your eyes and take a deep breath and well done. And that really is it. And that is a structure of a session. That takes about 50 minutes to an hour altogether. So I've skimmed through it now, but there's a lot of discussion and there's a lot of to and fro with questions. And, and I intersperse all, at each stage with, do you have any questions? Is that clear? Would you like me to go over everything? Because it's very important you trust in this process. 
and you understand this process because I want you to have these tools for life that you know how to do it for the future. And at the end of the session, I'll always say, we'll sort of wrap up and just say, okay, that was great. Any questions, right? So, uh, you know, we don't have much homework and I'll always remind you that your homework is to keep falling asleep to my relaxation recording. That's all because you've got to get that REM sleep in to keep the bucket empty in between sessions. And I'll say, don't forget to do your homework. And I always finish off with this phrase as well. So the phrase I finish off with is, I'm looking forward to seeing you next week and hearing about all of your good things. And can you see what I'm doing there? I'm setting you up already that I want you to look out for the good things for next time. So next time I see you, I want to hear all about them. There will be good things and I am looking forward already to hearing about them. And again, it leaves your mind in that lovely positive space where we're limiting what goes into the stress bucket. And that's all there is to solution-focused therapy sessions. They're enjoyable. We're not going to pick over your past and examine anything, any trauma and pick over it. We're looking at where you are now and what is this future that you want for yourself going forward? What is that picture? And we're allowing some relaxation time for your mind to come up with its own realizations, to work with that picture. And what it does in the background, it starts thinking, if, if that makes me feel good, what else makes me feel good? What do I need to do to make that kind of thing happen? Now, with your doing picture, I won't ask you the following week if that happened. That is not the point of our session. So it doesn't matter if it didn't happen. If you didn't go for that run at seven o'clock in the morning uh, that you imagined in the park, it doesn't matter. The thing is, it could it maybe not have happened for many different reasons. You just couldn't do it. It was pouring with rain and you didn't want to go out or you injured your ankle or something. So the point of the doing picture is just to trigger your imagination, just to get you thinking in a slightly different way. Something that maybe, well, often when you have anxiety and depression, you don't allow yourself to think. You spend so much time examining the problem and thinking what's wrong that we don't spend enough time starting to think about, well, what if it was, what if it went well? What if I felt a little bit better tomorrow? So this really excites your subconscious when you're relaxing. It's a much more positive picture for you to work with. And this is what creates change, starting to understand that brain training of looking towards your positive preferred future, limiting what goes into your stress bucket and really understanding that brain function of when and why that happens. And that's all there is to solution focused therapy sessions. There's nothing to be afraid of. You won't be out of control. I'm not going to be bossy, even though people tease me. I am a bit bossy, but I am a bit bossy when I ask you what's been good about your week. How mean am I asking you about all your good things? But we just don't get enough opportunity to talk about our good things enough. But in solution focused therapy sessions, I always say now is your opportunity. I want you to tell me about everything good. And if I feel you going a bit negative, I'll rein you back in a little bit as well. The difference between solution-focused therapy sessions and other counselling and, and some other types of therapies is what we sometimes say is we're not, a, and I definitely am not a nodding along type of therapist. You're not going to come to a session and be able to talk about absolutely anything you want. And you won't be able to hijack the session. That is the formula that works. And I will keep try and keep that guided as much as possible. We for sure go off on tangents. 
in the first four to six weeks, I will say we don't. I definitely don't allow that. But we can go off on a tangent once your stress bucket starts to empty. But we won't go negative. I will be asking you a question like, what's been good about your week? What number do you feel on the scale? What's your doing picture? What does that look like? I will be asking you these questions and I expect to have an answer. That's where people say I'm a little bit bossy. So I'm not this therapist that just nods along and gives you free reign to talk about anything you want to. In order to create positive change in your brain, your brain wants to move in a positive direction. It needs to move in a positive direction. And that's my job to make sure that happens. If you start talking about something very negatively, about a trauma going over your past, looking for blame, I'm very clear right at the beginning of my sessions that I am not going to allow you to do that. If you want to do that, that's absolutely permissible in with other therapists. I will refer you to one of my colleagues who are really good at that sort of thing. In solution-focused work, we don't do that. I will be asking you questions and I will be training your brain to guide you in the positive direction. You must give me an answer. Now, that answer will never be incorrect. I will help you with that answer. I will try to suggest things. If you're really stuck, I will suggest things for you. But you'll start to see there's a pattern. You'll start to do it on your own. And that's my job to take those training wheels off at some point to say, right, you're on your own now. You can do this. You are training your own brain to stay positive, as positive as possible, meet your challenges in your life and limit what goes into your stress bucket and learn how to keep it empty. That's all we do in sessions. And I absolutely love being a therapist in, in this format because I'm a therapist, aren't I lucky I'm a therapist that doesn't need to hear your problems. I don't want to hear your problems. I just want to hear about the good stuff. And I just want to teach you about the brain and get you to feel empowered about that. So I just, I really, really love what I do because it's such good fun. So this is where I can see, you know, three, four, five, six clients a day and I'm not drained by the end of it. I'm, I just have fun. It's so good. And I really look forward to seeing people the following week. And I do think about them during the week thinking, oh, I hope, they, hope they've achieved that thing that they wanted to, they were thinking to thinking of. I can't wait to see them next week to hear about their good things and hear what happened uh, as well. So it's, it's enjoyable for me too. So I hope today's episode gives you that little insight into what goes on into sessions and, you know, and just helps you understand. I'm just trying to be transparent with it as well. There's no secrets. There's no trickery. Um, there's no, as my dad would say, jiggery pokery going on. Um, it's all based in science. We're directing your mind in a positive way. And my job is to keep you on that positive track. That's all. So I hope that takes the lid off any mystery that surrounds solution-focused therapy anyway. Other therapists work in a different way. This is how I work and I really enjoy it. If you want to find out more about me in my Facebook group, we actually, I have actually got some videos where I've done those sessions and people have commented and interacted with me um, by typing in in the comments box and we've actually gone through sessions. So if you'd like to see some working examples of that, in my private Facebook group, which is called How to Empty Your Stress Bucket. Um, it, we've got some videos there on that that might be useful for you. Obviously, everything's in my book. And going back over my past episodes, I hope things feel like they're coming together a little bit. You can understand my process. 
I've been getting some really good feedback and comments for the podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, lots of people who I don't even know are sending me messages saying they're having a good time, really, really listening to it. So um, I hope that you're enjoying the podcast. I'm certainly enjoying recording it. So until next time, keep that stress bucket empty, keep getting good sleep and keep doing your three Ps. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you.